Welcome back to our channel. <laughs> we turned into cats. We are cats now. We went to the cave to try and find answers, and the evil wizard turned us into cats. Exactly. That'd be a good book. That's our next book. Or, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're already working that's on a our, different book. <laughs> that's our, the eighth book that we are creating that we need to start on the, the first book, but it's, but anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, we're writing, long story short, we're writing a book, but it's a long process, so It's kind of a breath. long story. <laughs> it's got a really good plot, though. <laughs> really really good plot. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also, Michaela's got me into reading some fairy smut, so. Yeah. Y'all know the Akatar series? A Court of Thorns and Roses. A Court of Thorns and Roses. I've been trying to get everybody on these books... You know, my sister, my mother, my grandma. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> like needs I just to read don't this. care. Sometimes I forget that it was spicy, and I'm like, I'll just be recommending it to anyone, and then I'll go through the books and like look at all the the scenes and stuff just to remember. And I'm like, oops. <laughs> Actually, it's okay if you don't read it. Maybe you can read an different series if you I mean, want. Her grandma is pretty badass. She saw the the Emma Stone movie where. Oh yeah, poor things. <laughs> my sister went and saw poor things with my grandma in the same theater. Why would you do that? And she was all trying to critically analyze it. She's like, I just think Emma Stone is such a great actress. And was that Professor um, Fig from Harry Potter? She was the brothel lady. And like, I, nobody knows who that is besides my grandma. Your grandma knows everything. <laughs> she loves to, to analyze and put her Harry Potter references. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, the fairy, the fairy smut is very good and... You know, I think I read the, the Akatar series and like, um, I read it in like three months, bro, because it was like, and yeah, now, and then I'm also reading the Throne of Glass series, which is the, um, the, the, I mean, it's not like the next series you're supposed to read, but it's a part of the... It's another popular the series. The Sarah J. Moss world. Which doesn't have any smut in it, so don't no, get your hopes not. up. <laughs> well, I'm on the, um... Let's see, I'm on the... The fifth book now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's no spice. It's all just about this, how the subcommittee was reallocating the funds. Exactly. It's, it's more about the, like, world building, I guess, which I like... I do enjoy the lore and the world building, so I'm like, how does someone just, like, come up with this? She just writes out of her ass or what? And then we were like, let's write our own fantasy book, and now we're realizing it's it's a lot, because you have to, like, make everything up, and it has to all make sense, and it has to all correlate, and it's very it complicated, and it's very easy to get overwhelmed and be like, you know what? I can't do this, but we're going to power through. Just makes me want to never write again because <laughs> i i don't know i like writing i like journaling and creating stories mm -hmm. but there's something very daunting about um wanting to actually just finish something like it's like as long as i can finish this that would be fine with me like i don't care where it goes i just want to finish a book yeah have it sitting on my shelf in case a publisher comes along who knows but 
even just finishing it is scary because you have to make it flow like a movie, but it's a book. You have to describe all the details and stuff. And it's, like, different than a movie, right? Because you have to, like, describe everything that happens without, like, repeating yourself over and over again. Yeah. You have to really set up the scene Mm -hmm. and, and know who your characters are before. At least that's my process, but I'm sure there's... There is a better way to make it compact, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's fun overall. It really gets the imagination juices flowing. Yeah, we've been getting into more of our creative energy lately, and it's been pretty fun. We yeah. got a bedazzling... Well, I don't know if that's what it's called, but it's basically like a little bedazzling thing. Like, it's like a piece of art that you like have to put all these like little jewels on. Yeah, the bedazzled by numbers. Mm-hmm. I think it's like... They basically they just tell you what to do. <laughs> they tell you how to bedazzle it. But yeah. we finished the Northern Lights one, and then I got a a meadow one, so we have more bedazzling to do. Yeah. And then I got a paint by numbers, which is like um, an actual painting thing, but they just tell you where to put the paint. So yeah, it's like it's such a cop out. <laughs> it's nice because it's like it makes you feel creative and like crafty, but you're just doing what they tell you to do. Yeah. It reminds me of like. Um, what's it called? The latch thing that I was telling you about? It's called, like... Oh, yeah, the kind of cross-stitching, whatever. The, you, like, sew it into a carpet. It's not really sewing. It's kind of like crocheting, because you use yarn, but there's like, col- there's, like, colored yarn, and you have to, like, latch-hook it into... Oh, that's what it's called. It's called latch-hook. You latch-hook yeah. it into, like, this little, like, sheet, and then that's, like, a little rug. We used to do those when we were little, um... So that's what it reminds me of. It's just, it's just like, it gets the, the gears turning because it makes you feel artsy without having to, like, really think about something, you know? Yeah. Because, um, you know, I've been trying to get more into my creative flow, get those feminine juices flowing, just like, well, that sounded a little... <laughs> <laughs> the, feminine, the feminine juices. The feminine energy, I guess. Not not like that, but... <laughs> well, I guess that too, maybe. No. <laughs> She's all in the spicy, the spicy fantasy mindset. The very smart took me away. I'm like, well, no, I haven't got to that part yet. I just started it, but... Yeah. I'm excited if- to get to the feminine juices part. <laughs> <laughs> I love that chapter. Dude, I wish that I could go back in time and reread those books honestly because I don't think I really got it the first time because I don't know what I expected from those books was like Lord of the Rings type like boring you know how they're just kind of meditative and very descriptive I wasn't really prepared for like the just the the lightheartedness of it and like just it's supposed to be an easy read so when I first was reading it I was like I hate it because this sounds very childish and like almost like it's written like a reality tv show or something but then like once you get into it just kind of like have fun with it if it was like lord of the rings i probably wouldn't read it because i i need an easy read i'm not as much of a reader as you so i feel like i need something that's very like simple to understand yeah it's it's that series is just i think it's her most unhinged (laughs) series honestly because there's parts in there where it's like why the fuck would they why the fuck would they do that like there's there's um it's kind of messy there's plot hold me all giving the warning (laughs) (laughs) it's messy and there's you know it's not the best bestly okay it's not the best written book i've ever read but it's fun and it's like there's something very endearing about it 
and mm-hmm. the smut is good. That was like the first smut series I ever read, or like smut I've books never ever. read smut. And if you look at my like my whole bookcase over here is filled with like spiritual self help books, and it's like. You know, like Deepak Chopra and things like that. And I don't know, I get really bored of reading because it's like, they're just like giving you all this advice on what to do with your life, you know? And it's just like, okay, I get it. Like, be spiritual. <laughs> be spiritual. <laughs> it just gets boring, you know? I do really love the Joe Dispenza books too. Like, they're very informative, but it's just like, you don't get drawn into it like that feeling like when you read a really good like novel that like has a storyline. And so it's just like, you know, then maybe this is why I have a hard time like reading these days because all I have is like the spiritual books. <laughs> Not that they're bad, but like, I was like, I need to get back into my novels and now I'm like novels. exploring that and... We've got uh, Fifty Shades of Grey that we're going to get into. Um, Kylie already beat us to it. Um, we all got it to read together and she already finished it. But I'm, I'm stuck in my fairy smut book right now. So, yeah. And then I'm also trying to finish up Circe, which is also like kind of a fantasy one. And that one, there's not really any smut in that one, but it's it's really good and it's really like... There's a lot to it. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to understand. <laughs> like I definitely, I think rereading books is like a like, a good idea, like, I, like, after reading Circe, like, most of it, and, like, I kind of want to just read it again, because I feel like the second time around, you can really, like, understand better yeah. what's going on, you know? Yeah, that's why I wanted to also reread The Court of Thorns and Roses, because once I got what it was, like, the playfulness of it, I think I was just reading it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because I took it way too seriously, I was like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. What are they doing? Well, also, a lot of it doesn't make sense in the beginning. They're, like, talking about all this stuff, like, building up the fairy lore and, like, the... Oh, like, there's something that in the first few pages where they're kind of making it seem like there's people that are, like, religious, but they're, like, worshipping fairies or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't really know what, like, all this means, but, like, I feel like if I reread it, I'll be like, oh, this is the person that does this, or this is the group that does this. Like, it will make more sense, so I'll be able to, like, read it easier. But the first time around, I'm kind of like... What? I'm gonna say this right now. It's not like a spoiler or anything, really, but the first book doesn't really matter. <laughs> you just have to, like, get through it, you know? Like, there's yeah. there's parts in there where you will remember where it's kind of important, but it's just a, it's an introduction. It's an introduction, yeah. And yeah. I was just, because we just went to Bookman's and I was looking at the second one. And it's a fat book. Like, it's a fat, it's book. A fat book. And so I'm like, oh, jeez. Oh, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, it's oh, so oh. good. Okay. Because well, it's, you know, see. it's like known that you're supposed to, or people say you're supposed to read the first two books of that series because just so much happens. It's almost like it needs to be one book together because there's like, there's good twists, there's good character development and all that, so. Yeah. But I'm jealous that you're reading it for the first time because I wish that I could read it <laughs> for the first time again and, like, actually have fun with it instead of being, like, such an old man about it. <laughs> so I want to... Mr. Grandpa, yeah. like, what is this? Let me get back to my Charles Dickens. Oh, <laughs> this ain't no bleak house, so... What is this? It's not on a tor- Tony Morrison. And then I'm over here just like, oh, she's, she sure is reading an awful lot. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know there was all this smut in it for a while, and then I realized what it was. And, yeah. yeah. That's kind of why I wanted to read it, too, because I'm like, I've never, I want to just, like, expand my, um, my reading taste, because yeah. smut is, like, very popular with the, the TikTok girlies and everything. Yeah. 
I was like, okay, I'll just read it because it's spicy. But I didn't know I would get so invested in the world and the characters and stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, woo! Yeah. But, oh girl. Oh girl. <laughs> gets, gets the juice I'm flowing. jealous. <laughs> yeah, gets the feminine juices <laughs> I'm gonna say that now. <laughs> One thing about those books, <laughs> it's gonna get the feminine juices. That's what we need around here. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I'm back to my old man books, unfortunately. So I'm gonna have to like. I think I'll reread it after Throne of Glass, perhaps. Yeah. Or or find another smut. I like the smut books. Oh wait, I lied. Actar wasn't the first smut books I read. I read, there's this one called The Love Hypothesis. Um, it's like an Adam Driver fan fiction. It's like a really popular one too. And that was my first smut. And it was really good. <laughs> I was like, I kind of need to read more of this. But there's something about smut and fantasy. Those two combinations are fire. <laughs> They're fire. Because <laughs> they can do, <laughs> they can do things that, um, aren't real they can just go crazy with it because <laughs> yeah. you're like oh they're not even like you're like can they do this you're like well yeah. you get your makeup whatever you she want just really goes ham on it and there's there's stuff in there where it's like they play around with like the wings and it's like well we don't have wings but you can definitely imagine what that would feel like oh and then also so i see tiktoks about this sometimes where people are talking about how most people see like a movie in their head when they read books but then there's like a lot of people like don't actually like they just read the words and i'm like oh how do you like not like how would you get invested in a book if you can't picture it in your head i don't know it's weird like some people like they'll think of an apple and they like can't picture it or something like what? yeah that's like a whole thing like there's people on tiktok saying that they're like oh yeah i don't picture it when i read it and i'm like what do you they... don't got the full the full wash and set. You don't got the full movie playing in the background of your mind when you're reading it. Then what do they? The, they just see the words. That's it. They just read. I guess they just understand the story concept, but maybe they don't. They don't picture it, I, which doesn't make sense to me. That's I'm like, no then fun wouldn't at it be all. boring? <laughs> then why read? Why would you even read? <laughs> why would you read if it's not a movie? Why read? You know. Yeah, I'm I trademarking don't know. that. <laughs> I'm trademarking that. <laughs> it's like the first page of our book, and we're like, if you don't see it in your head as a movie, you shouldn't read it. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's it's interesting writing too, because I see it as a movie in my brain, but for some yeah. reason, translating it it's from my really brain hard. <laughs> to page, yeah, that's hard. I don't know how people do it. Yeah, sometimes I'll try like, I don't know. Just listening to music or something to like get into it, but then when I reread it, whenever I reread a story, I wrote. I'm like, that just look. That just looks. That's not how it looked in my head. <laughs> that just no. looks dumb. <laughs> I think it's also easy to like. I don't know. Talk down on yourself too sometimes about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. So like, our first book is probably going to be like our worst book, but then <laughs> we'll just get better from there. If we don't write anything, then we're never going to get better. Yes, that's true. So that's why I just want to finish something. Like I just, I don't care how shitty it sounds. Yeah, but it's very, it's scary. It's it's really scary, and that's why I like yeah, getting those creative gears turning. It's like. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. It feels, but even just imagining sharing a piece of writing, I'm like, I want my book to be published, and it's like, no, you cannot see it. Nobody no can. can read it. That's mine. <laughs> it's my own personal story. <laughs> hey, that's mine. But 
There's a lot to consider. We got a pretty good baseline of our plot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It'll really get the... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, books, bedazzle, painting, painting. What else? Oh, I've been, oh, so I've been, I made a new playlist (laughs) and I've been diving into some Joni Mitchell lately and like that old like 70s vibe kind of. And I was like, let me go back through all the old like music genres, like, or the old, like, you know, like in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, like they had like some really good music and I never listened to it. So I was like, let me make a playlist with everything <laughs> everything that I love. <laughs> and I made the perfect playlist. <laughs> so, 300 songs. 300 songs. And then if I ever hear a song, I'm like, I love it. And I'll like add that song. But there's so much variety. Like I put that song, the Bo Burnham song, the all eyes on me because like oh it's so it's so good i love like the sound of it but then i also put like some really oldies stuff in there it was like that old old that old old like frank sinatra and shit like that see i'll i think i'll do the the opposite instead of making a huge playlist i'll make like a hundred different playlists but they'll only have like four songs on it yeah <laughs> so i'm like a very specific okay i need my crazy like wonky music for running and then i need my normal music for running and then i need something when i feel like this and then this well yeah i did make two playlists so that was the main playlist but that's more of like the chill playlist so for like hanging out or doing yoga or whatever like that's what that playlist is meant for and then i made like an upbeat playlist for like working out and like more party vibes you know Hell yeah. So I have two playlists, but yeah, I get, I get that. Like, I just didn't want to have too many different playlists. Like I wanted to have a variety so that when you hit shuffle, you're like, I don't know what we're going to get, but it's going to be chill as fuck. <laughs> it's bound to be chill. It's bound to be chill. So yeah, it's a pretty good playlist. If anyone wants the playlist, just ask because I'm not a music gatekeeper. So <laughs> you're not trying to gatekeep the sixties. Exactly. What do you mean? I feel like people get, well, okay. Cause we were talking about that. People <laughs> get so gatekeepy about their music. I've had yeah. multiple people, like maybe at least three people not willing to share their playlist with me because it's their music and to me that's like very I don't know it's like why would you like why would you want to like not share I don't know it's just it's just weird to me or I've had people do the opposite well they'll mansplain their music to me and be like (laughs) this is why uh Pink Floyd is the best because it's got the synth and it's got I'm like I feel like if you explain why music is good um you're kind of defeating the point just let me listen. Let me form my own opinion. Damn, yeah. Like. <laughs> I like to pay attention to like, how does this music make me feel? And that's what that sp- playlist that I made specifically, I was like, I wanted music to feel like it soothes the soul, you know? Like, yeah. most of it's like, got more of a happy vibe or like a lighthearted vibe, but there's some deeper stuff in there, but nothing too sad. Cause like a lot of my music that I listen to a lot is very, very sad. And I'm like, okay, no wonder my heart is empty. And (laughs) there's no, like, there's no, like, I don't know. There's no love in my life sometimes because I'm just like, I'm empty. Because all the music that I listen to these days is very sad. There's the love. And the 70s music is like, don't think twice. Hey, it's all right. It's all, they're like, it's all right. It's all good. Like, we just see things differently. Don't stress it. I'm like, you're right. That's all. So it's just, yeah, it's a different vibe where I'm like, I feel like that, that genre is like people were more mature or some of them were. And in yeah. the Woodstock days, like they were all chilling on psychedelics, acid, like 
they knew what was up and they sang about it and it makes sense. <laughs> so. Yeah, I love the the story, the stories they tell. Because, yeah. you know, I feel like music nowadays, um, nowadays. <laughs> most of it's very sad, very intense, very yeah. like, or it's like a lot of like heavy rap with like a bunch of like crazy stuff in it. Yeah, or there's, I mean, there is good people out there, you know. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna diss Taylor Swift or anything. Like she's a story writer, she's a yeah. songwriter. There are some current people that I really love still, yeah. you know. It just depends. Depends. And I feel like they definitely get their inspiration from back in the day too. It's just kind of re re uh revamped. Yeah. You know, cuz I don't know. I feel like the the older, the further you get in the music, that's like more original which is why it's good you know what's funny is like as i was sifting through all like the oldies and like being like okay what like from all these different like years like from the 60s the 70s even the 50s like i would find songs that like i had no idea like were remakes oh yeah like like newer songs that i've heard before that like like even like i think it was like an adele song or something i don't know there's just songs that i would hear that i was like wait a minute i thought that like that was an Adele song, but it was made in the 50s, and she just, like, remade it. Liar. Or, like, yeah, there was, like, a lot of songs um, that I thought were originals. Um, like, I just, I guess I just didn't really think about it. And then they were remade, like, multiple times, like, a bunch of times. And so I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know? They just got revamped. They got revamped, They had yeah. a glop. <laughs> <laughs> they had a glop, big glop. Yeah, so... Yeah, music, it just, you gotta find your, like, the music that, that heals the soul. I always know? forget to expand my music taste, because I like listening to the same things, mm-hmm. like, over and over again, the same songs, I'm like, it just hits every time, so why would I, um... There's, like, some music, though, that I get sick of if I do that, but, like, the right songs, I could listen to every single time, and it hits every single time. Yeah. So, get out there and listen to some Pink Floyd, because it's the it's one of the best <laughs> no i do not like pink floyd really i put I, I put like two of their songs on my playlist but i think i'm just traumatized from it because i listened to it once because i was on inedible or something and i was like well you're supposed to listen to pink floyd when you're high so then i did and then this one song came on i fell asleep and this one song came on called time and it just like it starts off with alarms. It's just like, and I got so freaked out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're coming. Oh. <laughs> See, I don't like when songs just start out really aggressive like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're killing my vibe. I really want to explore more like rock bands, like the Stones, you know, the stuff that I'm kind of avoiding because I don't know. For some reason, it just doesn't hit. I want to explore those, like, guy bands more. Like classic rock? Yeah, well, yeah. I listen to a lot of classic <laughs> rock, and in both of my playlists, there's a lot of classic rock. Classic <laughs> like, rock. old school classic rock. I mean, yeah, obviously, like, the more upbeat, like, workout playlist I made, it has a lot of, like, ACDC, Aerosmith, some Led Zeppelin, like, a little bit of everything. But then there's yeah. also, like, 80s pop, because <laughs> it goes perfect with, like, girls just want to have fun. <laughs> I just got into 80s pop. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. And I, I always avoided it, because I'm like, oh, 
It's just music my mom used to listen to. No, it <laughs> But hits. I'm like, wait, this kind of hits so good. It was good. a vibe, and a lot of them have a very similar, like, feeling, like, that, that just, like, that pop sound that they have. But, it, like, yeah. it's way different. Like, it hits different than, like, the 2000s pop. Like, it was just such a, like, you know, like, the vibe of the 80s where, like, they would wear, like, all the cool colored, like, sunglasses and leggings and, like, they were just, like, all, like, artsy and yeah. it was different back then, you know? Oh, they boots the house down they for real. the house down, yeah. Like, they knew how to party. <laughs> yes. So, so we got books, bedazzle, bops. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. We hyping it up. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I started gaming, I guess, so it was the kind of funny after, like, always being like, why would somebody be on a game all the time when you can do, like, things? And then my sisters were like, you want to play Lethal Company? And I was like, oh. Oh, I might as well. But it's kind of just like our nightly sister hang time because I don't, my sisters, like each of my two younger sisters have a kid and so like they're busy a lot and I don't see them and they like, one of my sisters lives really far so it's just easier for us to hop on and like chat on the games and like hang out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I never thought I'd be like a gamer girl but I really only do it with them so it's, it's kind of just our fun, our sister hangout time. But it's been nice to get into my own hobbies. I'm like, I'm reading, I'm gaming, I'm listening to all this like... <laughs> Like elaborate like music with all this like She's good feel cultured. I'm getting I'm getting a little bit cultured. Just Guys, like, we're hobbyists. Now. I'm yeah. <laughs> Full time hobbyists. Feel like my soul is starting to like heal. You know, really come together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's all coming together. Where is that going to lead us? We don't really know. We feel like we've been kind of on this weird grind lately, and we want to like switch things up, but. I'm at a point where I'm like, I'm at a bit of a standstill because I don't know exactly where to take my life, but I think that's a perfect place to be, you know, just like stay in the flow, stay in creation and just like let the the waves take you wherever you need to go. Just bedazzle it out. Yeah, bedazzle it out. <laughs> when in doubt, bedazzle it out. Because for some reason doing that bedazzle, it like it really made things like line up Dude, or something. That's I don't like know. my favorite craft ever. It was I think. so fun crafting. <laughs> Literally we need to stretch more because my back hurt from like yeah, we were, <laughs> trying to bedazzle. We were over that bedazzle for twelve Y'all, hours once. <laughs> she tricked me because we were like, okay, what was it like three AM? We were so tired. We've been bedazzling at that point for like yeah, twelve hours. <laughs> and then she like we're listening to her music and American Pie comes on and she's all like, Okay, after this like well We'll listen to the song. After the song, we'll go to bed and we'll bedazzle until then. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and bedazzling and bedazzling bye, and bedazzling. Bye, <laughs> this song is eight minutes long, y'all. <laughs> she she, she done tricked me. I'm I was like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. After like, this song, like, this song ain't ever Dawn coming McQueen to an end. will say when we're done. But that song is straight fire, and I'll listen to it every time. Yeah. <laughs> bye, bye, Did you write the book? Wait, I don't know if we can sing in here because it might get copyrighted. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the FBI, Don McLean is at our door just like, hey, hey, what's all the after is about? It's my song. Take that off. That's not a song. You can't do that. Hey. I just know music copyright is like crazy. I'm all scared. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, if he finds us. If he finds us. We're, we're marketing his song. Yeah, so. we're marketing his song. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's so Stream good. I love it. it. Now. <laughs> stream it. Dawn's at our door. <laughs> please, please stream American Pie. Please, please, please. please. Anyways, anyways, guys. guys. Yeah. So um, that is our update. Also, the bedazzling kit we got it at Target. If you want to get one, so yeah, yeah, because we're looking for more crafts for the week after the sand journey. Yeah, we had to get 
more crafts in the bedazzle. It's like, yucks. You know what heals your inner child doing stuff children would do? Yeah. <laughs> like bedazzling and being artsy. Yeah, we have, we moved the kitchen table into the <laughs> living room. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it, it's our apartment, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> like, <laughs> and now it's our little, like, crafting table right in the yeah. center. So we can, like, craft and watch movies it's at the same time. It's to the TV, like, two grandmas. <laughs> We're just, like, bedazzling, painting. I was like, I feel like I can just grow old now. I'm, like, listening to my old 70s, like, folk music and, like, bedazzling. I'm like, I've reached old age now. Yep, I'm ready for the ground now. Yeah. I'm ready. Like, if this is what old age is, I was always like, I will never grow old. Like, I don't want to. I hate it. And I'm like, if this is what it is, I could be <laughs> doing my crafts. My sister was teaching me how to crochet and, like, I don't know, just getting into all the, the different crafties. It's so fun. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Guys, good. um, Don McLean is at our door, so we have to go. Um, I think we have to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Stream American Pie. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>